You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome. Hello. Welcome back to Old Millennials, a deep dive on shallow topics. This is going to be one of our mini-sodes or mini-episodes as we are on a summer session here um, leading up to our second season. We're doing a few short uh, episodes where we'll be talking about interesting things like Hills Reboots, talking to some of our friends who are, um, I guess... The Hills experts? Hills experts. like in the, the Hills, it happened to me? Yes. Yes, all prepping for our very exciting second season that will start in August. Well, this is actually going to come out tomorrow for timeliness purposes because we just had to hop on the mic to talk about The Hills, New Beginnings. Oh my god. I am one of your co-hosts, Margo. And I'm Emily. And we have a very special guest, uh, The Hills, It Happened to Her. This is a friend of the pod, Zoe Dixon Andrich. Sure. We'll do all three? Yeah, all three. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Happy to be here. Thanks so much. Honestly, this podcast is all your fault. <laughs> if it wasn't for Zoe, Emily and I wouldn't have met and been in a Bachelorette League, which we are not watching right now, and talking about the hills together would have never happened. It, yeah. Contribution to society. Thank and, you. And tonight, we got together to watch the very first episode of The Hills New Beginnings. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I really, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I thought they had nothing. They still might not have anything at all, but it was a lot more entertaining than I thought it would be. Yes, yes. I uh, was pleasantly surprised. Um, I'm glad that people lived up to the expectations I had for them, and then some. Yeah. Zoe, thoughts? Hot takes on first impressions? I mean, the bubble bath scene. (laughs) <laughs> Again, yeah, every time out of nowhere. I feel like I've just started to forget about that scene between Heidi and Spencer. You guys suck me back in. I mean, I don't know if iconic's a word. <laughs> I I feel like in the first edit, it didn't make the cut. And then Spencer and Heidi were like, what the fuck, man? How dare you not include this gratuitous bubble bath scene? Spencer definitely probably always has notes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I just... 
it feels a lot darker and a little bit sadder. It's not as fun and light as it used to be. No, because these people are in their 30s. Well, first of all, you guys both shrieked when Stephanie Pratt's face <laughs> showed up in the on this season of The Hills New Beginnings. Because she has a brand new face. She sort of looks like Kate Hudson. Yeah. She or, can't move her face. Well, yeah, like I said, Heidi's face is lived in more, so she can, like, emote and do some stuff. Stephanie's face is still too new. She hasn't broken it in yet. It still has that new face smell. Like a pair of clogs. <laughs> exactly. So, I, what did you call her? Like, International Barbie? Oh, oh no. Yeah, Steph, Steph, Stephanie Pratt is Study Abroad Barbie, because she had, like, a plaid, pink plaid jacket on. And, and a, a wide brim hat. Yeah. And she was talking about how she's been away, she's been traveling, she's been living <laughs> in London. Wasn't she on, like, Gordy Shore? I always feel like whenever I say that, I'm going to say Grossy Shore. Geordie jo- Shore. Geordie Shore. <laughs> Probably. Or Love Island or some sort of terrible show. One I of those. I it was second. Big Brother. Yeah. She might have been that. Might have been all three, for all we know. We're not looking it up, so there's definitely that. The UK reality show empire world, whatever you want to call it, is a very strange one. Yeah, I mean, we don't need episodes every night. But that's neither here nor there, because we can barely handle this one episode. So it's super dark. We have, Spen- or, I'm sorry, Stephanie coming back from London. Audrina getting out of an abusive marriage, which we all agree is a really bad storyline. Not because it's not an important story to tell, but that MTV's not going to give this the depth and the grace that it deserves. It's going no. to be, just like every episode of The Real Housewives, whenever they try and do like anything that has negative historical context, like talking about the Holocaust or visiting a plantation. It's always the least sensitive way you could have approached it. I mean, there's this one scene at the beginning where Heidi, when they're all getting together, it's like Heidi, Whitney, and Audrina are over. At Was Audrina's Whitney even movie. there, Emily? She Whitney, said four words. She, her eyebrows said more than she actually said. I will say, I like her hair color. I, I feel too. like that's the color I'm trying to aspire and to. I, yeah. But there's this one part in which Heidi is giving Audrina what should otherwise be a really nice pep talk that a friend gives a recently <laughs> divorced friend. Like, you know, like, but it Just imagine up, going to Heidi for a pep talk. That's why I'm laughing. It, it comes Please. across as, like, we've all been that person who saw a sad girl at a bar bathroom who's having a really rough night and she's crying and you're there to give her the pep talk because you're three or four vodka tonics in. That's what this came across as rather than, like, the kind, friendly Hey, hey. You're beautiful, and you're worth it. And you're, like, a good, you're a great mom. You're beautiful. (laughs) You're beautiful. I'm pretty sure we had a conversation like that on Saturday. Yeah, we did. We did. (laughs) Well, given the poor as Heidi's doing at her house, she could have easily been uh, that drunk girl. (laughs) It was, I'm... Do we, is it confirmed that they aren't those glasses from Sky Mall that you can dump a whole bottle into? It's not confirmed, but might as well be. I mean, that is a heavy pour. Every scene. Over half of a glass full, and then Spencer's like, oh, if you leave for too long, I'm going to drink your wine. <laughs> First of all, they also are drinking, like, barefoot wine or whatever, because their, ye- their white wine was yellow. I'm like, mm, that's not a good one. I mean, not to be wine snobs, but... But come on, you're... I've done enough chastings to know that a bright yellow wine is not what you want. You're also on TV. Just, you know, shell out the 60 bucks for the better wine. Okay, let's... I mean, I don't want to necessarily talk about the bubble bath, but I do want to talk about Spencer's, like, slow-mo erotica with hummingbirds on their balcony. Oh, that's okay. That was... I never said that was okay. It just maybe is slightly better than the bubble bath, because I just don't want a bunch of close-ups of feet, you know? It's not hot. And then later when they're by the pool with Brody Jenner's verbally abused wife. 
Oh my god, that poor woman. I mean, we can get to that bleakness in a minute. We can only do one dark topic at a time. But yes, better than a foot. I'd rather have Spencer, like, doing something nice for a bird, I guess. They are an endangered species, I'm pretty sure. So if, if that's his new cause, along with Crystal's... I'm okay with that. We didn't get their little intro videos with this episode, but I did watch them. <laughs> Spencer's is him in an like all black outfit out on his balcony, turning around, holding the crystal up to his forehead, while like a Beyonce fan comes out of nowhere to blow his non-existent doll hairs around. <laughs> he clearly he he's realized in the last decade that the crystals have become a meme, and so it's kind of like he took took them and was like, you know what? I'm going to go all out this time around. And there are crystal refrigerator magnets. His yeah. and hers crystal necklaces. Okay, hi. Are you surprised? They had their fucking wine glasses embossed saying Heidi Pratt and Pratt Daddy. Pratt Daddy. Gunner's brings... going to see all of this, by the way. <laughs> brings me no joy to repeat anything that we're saying right now. But what did you say? Spencer looks like a sketch of a pedophile. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, like it's it's adult men who are blonde who have mustaches always weird me out. And Spencer does. It looks like it's a it's like a little pedoey. It's great. I mean, I'm not a fan of his facial hair, but I no, guess without it, he looks too young. He looks like he could be his baby. Well, yes. his head shape changed. <laughs> like if you look at earlier seasons or photos, and now his face is like a different shape. Hmm. Yeah, it's like more is it eggish? <laughs> Great. Can't wait to see what they bring to the table. I mean, they're saying that phones may be getting us to grow horns, so who knows with Spencer. This is Crystal's getting very dinner. National Inquiry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I rewatched some of the, They had the Hills Marathon on MTV over the weekend, and I drunkenly watched a bunch of episodes. And I really forgot how sociopathic Spencer Pratt can be. Him living with his sister after him and Heidi break up in whatever season that was, like three or four... I can't remember now, but he's saying, he's saying iconically horrible things like, I'm not making you cry. You're making yourself cry, remembering all of the terrible things that you did. And all of the trailers that we're seeing for the show now are him going up to hide, going up to Stephanie and telling her what a bitch she is constantly. It's, it's like he's gaslighting her for everything he said to her 10 years ago. Right. But it doesn't seem like things have improved just because she wasn't living there. And it seems like that their family drama Similar to Real Houses of New Jersey. I don't want to watch your family drama. I feel kind of skeeved out by it. Yeah. It just feels really icky to exploit your family in that way. Like, I also don't really love that they're kids on it either. Because no. who cares about your kid? It's not aspirational. The show used to be way more aspirational and less of a cautionary tale. Mark my words, there's a celebrity death match between that kid, Gunner, and DJ Khaled's kid in, like, 15 years. They're not on the same fame level, Emily. <laughs> Uh, what whatever DJ oh fuck what's DJ Khaled's son's name? Like, I don't know. Anyway, that kid is way more famous than Gunner. Fucking Spencer wishes wishes he was DJ Khaled on that level. They're not on the same fame level at You're all. Right. It You're would right. be more on par that like Gunner would fight like Kristen or uh, Kimberly Stewart's child or something. I feel like that's like an <laughs> equal footing of fame. Ooh, I yeah. that or even like a Kardashian child, like that's a true. like a Stormy or a North or whatever. No, North is way more famous and could probably kick his ass. The fourth so. one, whoever that is. Yeah, the last one, Penelope. Sure, yeah. sure. Sophia Richie versus Gunner. <laughs> These are all the same fame level. 
anyway, that's, it's dark in that sense. I mean, the bleakest sentence, though, by far, and I think you guys all agree, was Stephanie saying that she was arrested for shoplifting while she OD'd. Yes. Yes. And that's where she's been in the last, or, as Audrina said, seven to eight years, which I was like, can you guys not do simple math? They also OD'd while shoplifting, so it's a little more confusing. Yes. Well, they can't do simple math, nor can anybody say Indonesia, apparently. Four or five <laughs> syllables. I'm still, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, Brody Jenner and Spencer Pratt don't know how to read. Indonesia. <laughs> I'm starting that rumor just like that Leah Michelle can't read. Right <laughs> but I'm starting about Brody and Spencer. They had to say it phonetically. It felt like somebody had a cue card behind a camera being like, Indonesia, Indonesian. It was very jarring, and they kept doing it. Even in that weird live after show with Michael and don't still don't know who Sarah is. No. They said Indonesia weird both times. Do you think they did it to make them feel better about it? I feel like we're in a shared delusion where we're the only ones that know how to pronounce it, but nobody else seems to, and it just seems normalized. I My policy is, if you're going to get married there, you got to be able to pronounce it. I think that's a fair... Fair minimum. Fair minimum. Do. <laughs> I mean, it's like George Bush and nuclear. Yeah, or... Adding letters. If like... you can vomit, you better be able to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> well... Couldn't he not also spell potato? Like, that was also a huge... And I'm sure these guys can't spell it either. Oh, it always makes me think about... <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com episode from an HBO documentary called Hard Knocks where it's about football players and they asked one of them who went to USC to spell spaghetti and he just said no and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Brody and Spencer's spelling abilities. They would just say no and then leave. <laughs> but speaking of Brody, um, wow, I never really liked him but he's really a giant fucking piece of shit, isn't uh, he? He's a Verbally abusive husband. The first things out of his mouth to his wife, who we are just meeting for the first time on the show, is, you're a psychopath. Which, I have a giant problem with men screaming, you're a psychopath, at women who seem normal. Also, you just slept in your truck. Who's crazy? Also, he's a fucking DJ. Give me a break. He works hard. Paris Hilton's more of a DJ than he is. I think my favorite thing is that he basically told us that until he knocks up his wife... He will live for himself and not for someone else. Yeah. So their marriage is not legitimized until she is carrying his seed. Well, he says things like marriage is really hard. It's just like, it's super hard. It's like the hardest thing you're going to do. And Zoe and I are like, no, it's not, though. What? 
What? Yeah. I just don't understand. I really don't like dudes that are like this. Are you guys sure you're not just making it look easy? You know, I know there's a lot of hard work put into it, DJing every Saturday night. Yeah, it's hard to go to work for four hours once a week. It must be really stressful on your marriage. Yeah, when you're just pressing a couple of buttons and you know, also drinking Kettle One. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> probably. Kettle One is probably drinking a like, oh, pop-off or some shit. Didn't Brandon Lee say that just a few years ago? He Or no, she, the wife said they met each other the first night he had two bottles of vodka and he was downing them he was downing them as you said that's a cry for help not a room not a meet cute no (laughs) not let's get married nor efron certainly did not write a script featuring nancy myers did not pave the way with beautiful kitchens for you guys to meet cute while chugging vodka like a bunch of degenerates (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) but she just makes me sad i know well she's just like I'm okay with being the one who only takes care of this child if we have a kid. Like, she Are you? openly admits she's okay with basically doing all the work in this marriage. Well, she's made that pretty plain. I mean, I think he nailed it when he said she wants to have a baby because she wants me to change. And he doesn't see the irony or doesn't have any of, like, the inward retrospection to be like, oh, maybe I should change. <laughs> He's just such a douche. And the things that he was saying to Brandon Lee when he called him... Uh, was so disgusting. He's like, oh, did you fuck those chicks? Essentially, is what he was saying. He's like, I gotta live vicariously through you because <laughs> oh, I'm married. It's really hard to stay you married. Know, I think in Brody's perfect world, if he could just give birth to like a 19 year old scumbag guy, <laughs> like that's how that's how he wants to be a father. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just wants to be the cool dad. Like he wants someone to show up at his doorstep in five years and be like, you're my dad, and be like, oh, but you're 18. Great, <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> no longer my problem. So I find it very hard to swallow that the entree of Misha Barton being on the show is that she's friends with Stephanie and not Brody for some reason that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. No. And they keep insisting that they were friends and that they've hung out. No historical evidence. Yeah, footage not available. (laughs) They had footage of all this other shit that happened, but not this. Apparently they were at at a party together. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe found the same pile of cocaine. Who knows? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I feel like another one of those situations where it's like, you guys aren't are you guys aren't on the same level, so I don't buy that your circles overlapped. I know that Brody was, like, sort of tangentially related to Misha Barton, so I can maybe buy into that, but I don't get that at all. No. And I... Her storyline's really sad, too. They're gonna, like, force her to reconcile with Perez Hilton, who... Dude, don't try and dress like Drake. That's just gross and sad, and don't say dumb shit like, it's where my kids, like, no one believes you. I like that he continues to pause her, like, response to that with, I swore on my kid. I swore on my kid. As if that means anything to her. But to put her through that shit on top of dealing with an ex-boyfriend who only dated her so that he could have revenge porn on her? Like, she's been through some shit. Maybe reality show isn't a good place for her to be. No. No, none of these people really should be here. But what else are they doing? I mean, I completely forgot that Jason was going to be a part of this until we watched that after show. I'm oh. glad I know who his wife is now, but nah, I don't care. But there was a solid four minutes of us going, who's that? Who's who's we, like, Jenny? He's in recovery. Like, we have all these horrible, dark storylines that don't need to be in the public. The least dark storyline is Justin Bobby. He's like, I went to Europe and, like, I'm in a band. 
I also don't have hats right now. <laughs> and I think he might have gotten the last of either Dave Navarro's last <laughs> eyeliner or Johnny Depp. I'm not sure. I'm telling you, in five years, he's going to be burying his sterling silver jewelry in a desert somewhere whispering Sauvage. <laughs> I can see years. it now. Two years. I mean, he, even less. His first line on this episode was French, so I think it's, a, it's uh, it alluded oh my God. so he, heavily. He is so one of those dudes It's like, yeah, I'm like so goth and like I know other languages like I know this much French <laughs> just this one phrase <laughs> is that cool and I love that she responded like I don't know I'm not great but, like yeah you just got out of an abusive relationship we all know you're not great <laughs> but speaking of France I think my favorite thing that I learned this episode is that Pamela Anderson moved to France after Trump was elected Pam Anderson did what we all threatened to do and she is probably living the good life I mean apart from the whole Julian, Julian Assange <laughs> aspect of that I so hope during it makes my... an appearance <laughs> No, please, Jesus From Christ, no. Oh, God. <laughs> the last thing we need is that weird wraith appearing on this show. Ugh. On a show full of ghosts and goblins. The last thing we need is a real one. He's kind of like, he would be like the grandfather generation to this, like, Brody, <laughs> Brandon Lee, and then Julius. So gross. I'm sorry. Well, during my Drunken Hills Marathon on Saturday... They had little sneak peeks of what you could expect from the season. And other than finding out that Brandon and Brody are friends, which actually isn't that hard to believe. No. Um, every clip of Brandon involved Pam Anderson. So I'm assuming that he only brings his mom as like a cachet is what he brings to the table. It's just Pam Anderson's his mom. Maybe an agreement that was made. Remember when he told us that in the show that he had a career and we we're like, what? <laughs> he showed us, oh, he receives his health. He's been a model and an actor. But he just shows us, I think, blue steel. Like, it, it, he literally had the blue steel face. One of those I could characters. buy him being in, like, a Harmony Corrine movie. Oh, God. Is he in Beach Bum? I didn't see it, <laughs> this, but... The, the millennial kids. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in Spring Breakers, but oh, he could have been. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I mean, that's kind of it. What, there's Whitney. Whitney is married to a man named Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. His son named Sonny. <laughs> So, uh, since we last saw her, hasn't gotten any more interesting. Again, her hair looks great. I think the biggest thing for me also was just this whole circumstantial, like, oh, you know, I'm out of a relationship, and I just happened to run into Justin Bobby. Like, Audrina's like, and then I ran into Justin Bobby, and we kind of just decided to get dinner. Like, none of this was contractually obligated that people should hang out or go oh, on Oh, yeah, no. Dates. I love that everybody's like, yeah, we've been friends for a long time. Like, yeah, since you renewed your contracts on the show. <laughs> so, like, four months? And I think you asked, I forgot who you asked this about, and you're like, how do they know each other? And I just yelled, they're coworkers. <laughs> That's how. True. So, I don't know. I feel, I can't help but feel like maybe the show will go the way of the Lohan Beach Club, but I don't know, maybe. I mean, not if anything, not if Spencer can help any of it, I think. He'll definitely cling on to this shred of limelight that he's managed to get back for as long as he possibly can. Yeah, hummingbirds and crystals and bubble baths. <laughs> Is it like a spa you don't want to go to? <laughs> yeah, their house had a... It was an interesting layout. It's definitely on the side of a hill. That can't be safe. Climate change and all that. They but don't believe in that, so it's, it's fine. Right, the crystals will heal them. <laughs> I mean, it's a foundation that was built on cameo appearances, so... Oh, God, their storyline is that they want another baby. I don't want to watch that. Oh. Again, not aspirational. Sorry, guys. It's a lot to picture, and I don't want to. Oh, and did you guys hear the remix of Unwritten? Mm-hmm. 
Have you, yeah, the opening credits? It's yeah, a little really. apocalyptic. I'm not into it. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like like an Ambien, you know, like it, it like it, like Natasha Bedingfield took an Ambien and, and Brody Jenner put one of his beats. On <laughs> Do you think Brody remixed oh it? Oh my God, what if he did? I feel like that's too much work for him. He only has four hours every week <laughs> to DJ, Mark. It's very important. He DJs in Vegas. And Polly D, or no, Vinny allegedly hung out with him, according to this after show. Great. Yeah. Can't, can't wait. It's Are you guys going to stick with it? Probably at this point. I might hate myself a little bit, but <laughs> I'll see it through. I'll check it in. From here, here and there, little Popeye. I think I'll have, it'll be nice to have that when I come back from vacation. Okay. Would you binge them all or would you just bounce around? bounce around binging would be too bleak you know yeah. i think i'd lose a little faith in humanity we I, did I, have to have an intermission because it was a little dark we also needed to bet on what kind of hat Joss, justin bobby was going to wear to his date with audrina but the answer was no hat no hat a sick plot twist <laughs> i wonder if he'll bring in any hats at some point though he better fingers crossed i don't know how much more i'll watch but whatever maybe it can be good background noise a little dip by. This was a fun little recap. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Of course, anytime. Anytime. I'll keep it's... watching it. So we'll do a, maybe a finale check in and see if our minds have been changed. Has anything changed in the show at all? I don't know how many episodes they have, but yeah, the shorter the better. Let's just say that there were like twenty episodes in a hill season. I know. That's too much for this crowd. Though. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to do that with this one. These are mm. twice as long as well. That's true. I think it was, oh no. It was no. 30 minutes before, wasn't it? Was it? It was 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, another. with all the commercials. So. Jesus Christ, so many commercials. Oh. So many. But yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they'll do half the amount since it's an hour long now. Yeah. Or a quarter of the amount because no one actually needs all of this. Yeah, I think Lindsay Lohan had like eight or ten episodes, so maybe they'll do around that. And see. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff leading up to it where the premiere date kept getting pushed around and they did like a bunch of reshoots and stuff. So, that bubble bath. Gotta get it. Maybe that's why they put it back in. They didn't have enough footage. They're like, here you go. You better like it. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to our mini episode. There will be a couple other little bonus minis coming up in the next couple of weeks. So, make sure you are subscribed and all of that stuff. You can find us on Instagram at the Old Millennials Pod, and then you can also find us on Twitter. I'm Emily A. Beijing. And you can find me at Marg, she wrote. And until next time, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.